Right, you talk about a tradition unlike any other. John Daly, Masters Week, Augusta Hooters. When did this all get started? Oh, probably around 97, and then uh, it got pretty pretty popular. And then 2001, Mr. Brooks, who owned Hooters of America then, uh, signed a big deal with me and went in there and signed it on a napkin. We bought everybody around and was Hooters for 10-something years. And I still do a lot with them. I love them. And uh, it's like a tradition now coming here since 97. Now, if you hear any kind of snoring, it's not because any of us have narcolepsy and fell asleep. It's because on the bus right now, we got Ron White's little French bulldog named Mustard, who is and he's to, and he's got his ass right in little Hootie's face right just, now, so he, he might just put one if out. He crop dust me. I'm telling you, man, you're gonna hear. He's thinking about it. I know yeah, he's he right there, and he's thinking. He's got that whole thing like, bro. I had some cheese last night. I'm just gonna let me tell you something. Somebody told me you had a cat at your house. Someone go ahead and fine. Let one of those little silent but violent ones go. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, how- congratulations on y'all's new little thing going Thanks, on here. Man. I mean, Maddie I, and caddy. let me be the first. Oh. Bruh. Swear- I love you. This, You know I love you too, man. <laughs> me and you, we have history. Oh, yeah. We got we got some serious history. But I want to know how. why is the dog on you? Why is Ron White's dog on your bus? Well, we're babysitting him today. They, him and his beautiful lady went into the Masters today. His bus broke down last night. Or so he says. About an hour out, and so they're fixing it. So I, he just brought him over. Says you're watching my dog today. I, okay, Ron, no problem. Got him. For those of you who don't know comedian Ron White, just uh, go look up. They call me Tater Salad. Enough said. Oh, it's hilarious. That's one of the. He's best one of the best. One of the best dry comedians on tour. Oh, hilarious! And the, what you hear him drinking on stage is real scotch. Oh yeah, it's real scotch. Now he's got his. Now he's got his new tequila called. Let me see. I think it's Juan. Let me see. Let me look at it here. Hang on. Ron White got a tequila. I don't drink it. <laughs> it's tequila. I quit that and call it that. Yeah, but that's it. The problem yeah. with tequila, tequila makes getting the ass whooping sound like a good idea if you don't drink it correctly. Juan. 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 What a name, right? <laughs> How many you need to have it at? Just Juan. Just Juan. <laughs> now we're all morphing into comedian mode. When when you show up from, from, a, from a player's perspective, around this whole spectacle what makes masters week special i think just just the tournament itself it's probably the smaller field uh with the greatest players in the in the game and when you i went out there and got my tickets yesterday morning it's like it's so unbelievable how beautiful it is out there you know i I haven't gone in there in 12 years i was just this is what i want to know because i mean we've been tight for a while man it's was it hard the first few times that you were out here in the bus i mean you your fans are maniacs, and they will go where, yeah, extremely. Like, they're going to go wherever you're going to be. So the fact that they're still coming out here hanging, but you are in a place where it's almost like you look across the street and you're like, <sighs> Well, I know. Augusta National just bought this parking lot, I heard. So And it was so cool that the Hooters said, okay, well, John Daly's on the lease for one week out of the year, and they were cool with it. Um, but we used to park back over here, and really number four, the par three, is right there. Yeah. You know, but it is. It's tough. The first three years, you know, not playing, it, it got tough. And as a past major champ, I could go in and play the practice rounds and the par threes and all that, the par three. But I don't want to get in those guys' way. they got to play a tournament. I just feel like it'd be great to go out there and play, but I don't want to hold the players up. they got to play for real. And Plus, I don't feel like I belong out there unless, you're, unless I'm not in the tournament. It's like an NHL guy who's yeah. never won the Stanley Cup. You don't yeah. touch it. I just don't. I say, look, that's their, that's their week. 
I wish I'd have played better to stay in it or won it one year. I'd be there, but uh, I'm not going to take out of their time, and I don't want them waiting on me when I'm goofing off out there, you know. <laughs> you said you went back in to get your tickets the other day for the yeah. first time, and it's the first time you'd been been around it? No, since, you know, the, now they got the, what do you call them, the, 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 these black poles that come up out of the ground now. I'm going, well, like, you drive up it's Magnolia. like four yeah. knots going in right, there. Right, yeah. Now, I yeah. had been in there. Magnolia Lane was just a little bitty road, had a few potholes in it when right. I went in there. <laughs> you know, now those one potholes have a, things that pop up. Had like practice chipping green on the left, yeah. and a little in a little bit of the range on the right, but now they got the one behind the players. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. <laughs> was the feeling the same yeah. pulling down Magnolia this time that it was the time that you got to play? Honestly, it's it's beautiful, but I'm just I just want to get my tickets, and get out of here because I, I I looked around, I go, God, I wish I was here. I it wish make, I was it drives playing. you nuts, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You the, still got that hunger. Oh yeah. But that's because you still play on the Champions Tour and win out there. Like, what was that? What was your last win? What did that feel like? Oh, and Houston. Down, yeah, man. Oh. I tried to choke it. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, you get around. Because it's me, you could be honest. Were you <laughs> yeah. thinking to yourself too? Oh no, for real, seriously. Oh, well, I got on sixteen and and got a got a bad break. Hit a bad six iron and, and got into just a horrible lie and kind of chunked it in the bunker across the green and made a what a fifteen footer for bogey. And then I get on, of course, I get on six, uh, 17, and everybody knows if you've ever played the Woodlands when the wind's blowing 30 miles an hour and you're just trying to hit the fairway, and then you got the back pin, <laughs> which, you know, normally no wind, it's a three-iron sandwich. Right. But I'm hitting five, six-iron in there because the wind's so strong. and <laughs> Flail it right. <laughs> 75 feet. Okay, I can make bogey. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard, I heard uh, good swing Tommy yeah. Armour knocked in the water and then... Uh, Kenny knocked in the water as well, so I go, okay, I'm going to have a one or two shot lead going into 18, so hit the three wood down there, and then aim way left, hope it curls down, 55 feet, two putt, thank you. <laughs> but you get those moments of competitiveness back in, you play, like, what's that like for you to just well, you, still be out there? You get the positive adrenaline, you know, I think the hardest part about golf is how to figure out the negative adrenaline and turn it to positive. When you're in the hunt, you've got so much adrenaline, you're hitting it 20, 25, 30 yards further off the tee because of the adrenaline. And as long as you keep that going and, you know, hopefully make birdies down the stretch, um, it feels pretty damn good. I should have checked before I got up here. You, what are you still sending that driver? What, do you, what are the stats with that bad New boy? vertical group driver. They told me my fairways hit were up 37%, which is unheard of. What? What about yeah. distance? It's a little longer than what, you know, I've tried with all the other drivers. Yeah. And that's why I went to it. But, um, it's about the same, you know, 300, 295, 300, sometimes 320. So casual when he says it. I, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Nice. Yeah, it's, it's still 320. Like, yeah, yeah, I still need to hit 12 sprinkle heads for that. This is bull crap. Why don't you give the beautiful listeners uh, what John's doing right now? So the that's the thing. Because we are here on his bus right outside the Hooters parking lot, and or in the Hooters parking lot, I should say, he's still got fans that are out there buying stuff, and then somebody's got to bring it in so he can sign it for him. And take it back out there. Yeah. A- approximately, let's say on a on a week that it doesn't rain. Yeah. Around how much do you normally can you can you get? You'd have to ask Anna that question. She's the book. She's the money. She's the book. <laughs> yeah. But I, I will say, yeah, uh, Sunday I was just gonna. We got in at three thirty. Came up from Clearwater. Um, never sold on the Sunday before, and I found out a lot of people don't go to church on Easter. <laughs> <laughs> we had one of our best days. Sunday before Augusta. Really? It didn't stop from 10 o'clock in the morning all the way till 8 o'clock at night till dark. It was one of the best days I ever had. 
unbelievable. When you look at this year's tournament with the crowd and the, and the hype around it, when you see Tiger back here for the first time since 2015 and playing well, as a golf fan, what what do you think when you see Tiger? He moves a needle bigger than anybody, and I got him. I got him or Jason Day winning this week. So really, yeah. at one point in your career, you were the needle. I mean, you had I was that a different needle. You were the needle. I had all my good redneck loyal <laughs> fans, blue collar guys out there that you know went out and were, it was great. But uh, I moved it a different, kind of in a different way. You know, Tiger moves it. I think for everybody. And I hope I moved yeah, but you it. Were, I hope you I moved it a little guy, bit. You know what? This is the one thing I more was about the driving about. though. It wasn't about the short game back then. It was yeah, all about the driver. When it comes to golf, everyone talks about we need to grow the game. We need new fans. You were the guy who brought new fans. Like people who were never into golf were like, "I'm going to go see this dude, Big John Daly, because that's my kind of guy right there." Like, well, I mean, in the '90s, you know, kids weren't allowed to go to country clubs and play. Yeah. You know, like they, you know, you got to had money back then to play golf and. If we'd had about five thousand more public golf courses, I think the needle would have moved even more. Yeah. Because I'm a I'm a public golfer guy. I mean, yeah. you know, I just think golf. Did I did I hope? I mean, if I had just a little bit to move the needle to get people to play golf, then I've done my job. Absolutely. Yeah. When, but when you come here every year, give me give me the best thing that's happened in this Hooters parking lot in the time. Oh, man, that I you've can't been. even talk about that. On I was, was going to say it's too even, good. Is it even eligible? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't have a video element yet. We don't have a video element yet, so y'all just have to just use your imagination and laugh along because whatever you're thinking, yeah, that's probably it. You're probably right, yeah. what we was just doing. Let's put it this way. We've had a lot of fun. Hooters has been great. I feel like family with them, and it's just, it's just a great relationship. You also go in there and play music, too. That's another thing. Now... For you, golf was the first th- thing, yeah. but then music started happening, and that's one of the things with Maddie and the Caddy that we're doing on this podcast. We're talking about entertainment too. You were like the first true golfer to cross over in the entertainment. Well, Peter Jacobs, remember his band with Payne well, Stewart? Yeah, those guys? Jake and the Flounders. Jake and the Flounders was yeah, good, and- but they weren't like really. They were just a bunch of golfers that played some instruments and had fun themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like you've been on some big stages with like Grammy winners. You know, I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, it was, I guess, 2014. We're leaving the first round of the PGA. And we always, I, li- I love the highway. I always listen to the highway. I love country music. And we didn't have the radio on very loud. And Little John goes, Dad, they're playing your song. I go, no, they're not. Turn it up and hit it hard was on there. I'm going, are you kidding me? <laughs> Next thing you know, 13 weeks or 12 weeks, it was number seven on the countdown. I go to wow. Jamie Johnson's tournament. And all these guys, Kid Rock, Jamie Johnson, all these great singers hugging me, going, man, congratulations. I go, what do y'all congratulate me for? He goes, I didn't win the, yeah. your song just went to seven. <laughs> I go, what's that mean? You're going to make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately you knew what that meant. Yeah. Then I knew what it meant. It was just cool, I, you know, but I love music. And I, Jocko's here, so you, you remember Jocko. We oh, call yeah. him the human jukebox. So yep. if you're right around here, it's just li- this ain't live, though. No. no. Oh, okay, we can't even talk about it, but. He's here all week. Hooters loved him last year. I got him back this year, and we went and did a few songs last night. It was fun. What was the one musical thing that was on your bucket list that you've been able to knock off? To see or to hear or no, groups to or do to do? Oh. Yeah, I don't know if I've, I don't know. I, it wasn't you know I've dreamed about winning golf tournaments. So this music to me is a hobby. Yeah, huh. just to hang out with Hootie and those guys back in the day, and and Kiss and all those guys. These great bands and. 
to be a part of something that I never thought I would be, and just who was the coolest hangout? Oh, they all are so cool, man. I know. Man. I'm, <laughs> Kid Rock is my boy. I, I, Johnny Lee. You know, I've known Kid and Johnny and, and Darius and the boys at Hootie probably longer than anybody. Yeah. Um, me and Jake Owen and Lee Bryce become really good friends. Um, you know, I actually got Jake a couple of shows. I was pretty proud. I'm the free agent. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got him the third one because uh, we did an out- outing in Albertsons, and Jake came down and his band. They're phenomenal. He's got the Jack Nyan song that's moving up in the yeah. charts, and and the boy from Lee Bryce almost got to number one. And they're just great guys, man. We hang out, have a few drinks, and when they pull that guitar out, JD shuts up. So who do you uh, who do you <laughs> relate more with, funny. the musicians or the golfers? I honestly relate more with football players and, and musicians yeah. more than anything, probably. Um, I live a different lifestyle than most of the golfers do. I don't go to the gym. I don't work out. I put out, you know. <laughs> we don't even, me and you don't even hang out with guys named Jim. We're so anti-workout. <laughs> Just in case. You know what I, mean? I don't know how you spell it, man. Get well, out my, my, my gym, I'm going to, I, I want to do this. It's, I want to name it Gymlasium. John Daly's Gymlasium. Oh, that's You fantastic. go in, yeah. okay. You got really nice naked photos of women on the TV. You know what I'm talking about. You get a treadmill. You got a place for your ashtray. You got a place for your drink. And, you know, why can't you work out and have a little smoke and a little drink and watch porn on TV? What is wrong with that? Look, go for a walk. (laughs) The gymnasium? Yeah, have topless girls come around and serve you drinks and all that and just walk on the treadmill. Because dudes... If there's an ashtray and you're having a cocktail and you're in a gymnasium, then, or the gymnasium, the problem is yoga pants. Dudes, yoga not, pants. that's not going to end well for a dude. Oh, it would, yoga pants on girls walking on that That would be fantastic. It's all part of the brand. That's where he's getting at. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Hey, I love Jesus. I love them all, baby. Come on into John Daly's gymnasium. Have a cocktail. Have a drink, some pizza, you know watch what? some naked women walk around. And I think that's a perfect spot <laughs> to say that you never forget your first. And that's, that's who right. he was in the podcast. How about that? Right. John, we appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. Good conversation. You we're got gonna, it. We're, we're going to make the, the, the interview at the Masters an annual thing. Yes, it has to be It has now. to be, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Next year, video element. Or... Video element in the gymnasium, and we'll charge. That's four ninety five for a subscription right there. Maybe eight ninety five or something. Yeah, we get all the Hooter girls on here do a little podcast video again. Spit the proceeds. We'll, we'll just nine ninety five. Hey, we'll we'll make Pat McAfee jealous. <laughs> yeah, we would. I love you, man. You know, I love that. you guys, man. Yeah, you got it. I got to give him props too when he says he hangs out with football players. Yeah, a long, long time ago. And when we were, I was doing PGA Tour Sunday, uh-huh. we did a Super Bowl preview where actually his caddy at the time hiked me a golf ball. I grabbed it, put it on the tee, and then spun it like laces out. Yeah. He made a prediction, Tampa against, against Oakland. Oakland. Yeah. And That's right. before the game, and everybody was picking the team that lost, one dude, our boy right there. I wasn't going against Gruden. Picked the, picked the winning team. That's right. Pick the winning team. Mad props on that Gruden yeah, pick. Gruden's yo. back at Oakland. I know. Now what you gonna do? Well, I was hoping, you know, maybe he'd go to Dallas one year, but I gotta I'm gonna root for the Raiders. I'm gonna root for my Cowboys and Steelers as well, but my Cowboys are my number one. 
They see, always will be. No this matter. Tells right here, I can you. love this man, even though he knows how diehard Eagles yeah, I am. See, Eagles people, Eagles fans are a bit off. I can, I, I know a cowboy. I've lived in Dallas for five years, traveled with the team. Hey, the NFC East has a Super Bowl. That's all I know. We're the only division that every team has a Super Bowl, so we That's got right. that. That's, That's right. all I'm trying to say. I told, I told my my boy Gruden. I said, "You come to Dallas, you know. I'm, I'm going to have to root against you. I'm going to have to. That's, Just for one game. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah." And it's tough on the Steelers and the Oakland. I mean, I'm really weird, but growing up in Arkansas, you know, it's Cubs or Cardinals, so I had the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. Celtics, Lakers. Celtics because Larry Bird. Oh, yeah. Paris, Johnson, all those great, you know, guys. And then, of course, the beloved Hogs. And it was Cowboys. And I started calling Jerry Jones' dad probably 30 years ago. So I got to say to Coach Gruden, I met Dad before I met you, so I got to go with my Cowboys. Because <laughs> Dad always knows best. Dad always knows best. John Daly, man, this is why we love him big time. And our first guest on the podcast, that's how we roll. It's only going to go down from here. Well, I don't know. Y'all slumming pretty low to get me first, so. 